Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want you to know that the mothership has landed. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the mothership. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the mothership. Let's come aboard. I'm feeling good. I'm doing great. I got one question and one question only. How are you feeling? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. well Ark Manning feeling very good as well on this Wednesday morning. Andrew Bogus, Shin for DA, Pete's here, EJ's here, Greg's here. Back to your phone calls in just a second. We've got to get this done to a news this morning as well, plus today's edition of Pete versus fill in the blank. But right now, Uh, I guess we're doing Jim Harbaugh v. the NCAA at the moment with a looming four-game suspension for the Michigan football coach. Aaron McMahon covers the Wolverines for MLive.com, and he is with us here this morning. Aaron, it's Andrew in New York. How are you today? I'm good. Good morning. I'm here in Indianapolis for Big Ten Media Days. Oh, that's right. You're in Indianapolis, and and I guess that's where I should start. Um, Was there a particular reason why this news broke yesterday? Did somebody want this? to have to come up with Jim today? That's a good question, and that's one I really don't have an answer to. Um, but he, nonetheless, yeah, he's going to have to answer for it this week. Um, he's likely going to be peppered with questions about it. Um, that's not to say maybe he wasn't going to be because this was always looming out there. Um, but I think some of us, at least who cover the team and cover him, I think expected this to drag out maybe a little longer than it has. Um, all signs kind of pointed to him being defiant, you know, months during the, the winter and spring months when this stuff was kind of coming out. Um, the, the, the potential for suspension was always there, um, but I, I thought he was. It, it, there was, you know, we were under the inclination that he was going to kind of fight it, and this may, you know, could have dragged out, you know, a year or two, as we know with NCAA investigations. So, what actually is his defiance? Like, what is he fight, pushing back against? Something that didn't happen, that he doesn't remember. What is his actual point in all of this, or his stance? Yeah, so the NCAA has alleged in their investigation that uh, among all the, 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 the uh, issues with the violation, rules violations in the program, that he lied and or misled investigators. Um, I, I think as of right now, he, he's debunked that. Um, he, he claims that he feels like he didn't. Uh, we don't exactly know what he lied or maybe misled the NCAA investigators about. Their, the NCAA obviously isn't commenting at this point. 
Um, but he feels like he's, he hasn't really done anything wrong. Now, the, this program is a different story. They're, they've been under investigation for several level two violations, which aren't necessarily the most serious, but they're not the most, you know, they're not the easiest either. Uh, you know, some recruiting stuff during a COVID season, um, using a, uh, analyst as a, as a coach during practice, kind of minor stuff like that. Um, those aren't really the issues. It's, it's Jim kind of, you know, allegedly lying in or misleading against the investigators over it. And there are hamburgers at the center of this, a hamburger meal for recruits? Yeah, somehow that has come up. I can't confirm or deny that, but it, I mean, certainly it's possible. Um, that certainly that's been a, uh, a laughing joke, running joke about it now for the last couple of months. So, Aaron, walk me through this, because I, I think it's relatively new, this process now with the NCAA kind of having a negotiated punishment. Does that mean that the punishment could have been more and it's been talked down, or did they just start at four and kind of shake hands on it? Yeah, no, it's a good question, and I, I think it could be more. You know, there were some rumblings that it could have been six or maybe eight games, so I, I got to think if you're Michigan and you're Jim Harbaugh and you're looking at this situation um, and the potential of it dragging out longer, dragging out through the season into next year, you know, I, I get it. You know, you want to put this to bed right away. You want it to end relatively quickly. Yes, you got to deal with the blowback and the headlines and the discussions we're doing now. Um, but, you know, if, if this ends up happening and the, and the NCAA's, uh, you know, rules committee, infractions committee accepts this negotiated uh, response, um, in, in, in essence, Jim's going to miss, you know, the first three, the first three games, the non-conference schedule for Michigan, and then their Big Ten opener against Rutgers, four games where Michigan will be heavily favored to win and probably will. So if that is the punishment for winnable games without him, is it, is it really a punishment? That's a good question. Uh, I think you could look at it from, you know, from all things considered, yes. Um, but yeah, if you're looking at it from Michigan's perspective or even Jim Harbaugh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the easy way out, I guess, so to speak. Aaron McMahon, MLive.com with us here this morning on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Um, on the field, things are going better now for Jim than they were, but there's still been some other issues off the field, and now this. Does this particular thing... Does this matter to his bosses? Is anybody mad at him over this, or are they? Is it just kind of water under the bridge, so to speak? Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily mad, but the distractions and I think the 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 vision of Michigan kind of being, you know, breaking the rules. I, I think it's probably going to rub some folks the wrong way. Maybe a higher up in administration. I, I, but I will say this: you know, Michigan recently got a new president. Um, he has had Jim Harbaugh's backing at least publicly in the last few months. Um, athletic director Ward Manuel's had his backing. Um, there's certainly there's no going to be. I, I don't anticipate any repercussions for Jim beyond the, the, the NCAA suspension uh, regarding this. Um, and the one thing maybe looming out of this, and, and I think Michigan's kind of been waiting on this investigation to end, is, is a potential contract negotiation. You know, a new contract for Jim Harbaugh. Um, he's still got four years left. Um, there's still a belief, belief that he could be extended beyond that. Um, because, as you said, they've, they've won back-to-back now Big Ten titles. They got in the playoffs. They've kind of got over that proverbial hump that was kind of um, slowing Jim Harbaugh down uh, prior to 2021. Uh, one other kind of nuts and bolts question. We're still a couple of weeks away, right, from this being finalized and official? The yeah, suspension? I, yeah, generally speaking, when, when the negotiated uh, you know agreement is kind of submitted, on average, my understanding is it takes about 30 days for the NCAA's committee to respond I expect a resolution or some finalized, you know, uh, uh, penalty probably before the season starts. And I think if you're Michigan and you're Jim Harbaugh, you probably would prefer that knowing going in. So whenever suspensions happen, there's always comparisons. I think usually the comparisons kind of fall flat 
and these might as well, but I'm going to give you two names in comparison to a four-game suspension for Harbaugh. Urban Meyer got three games for ignoring, you know, dismissing, downplaying whatever sexual uh, um, domestic violence by an assistant coach. And Jim Trestle lost his job for lying to investigators at Ohio State. Is Are either one of those a fair comparison and therefore um, a good comparison, I guess, uh, to what, what Harbaugh might be getting here? Yeah, it's always difficult to compare. You know, every situation is different, whether it's a crime, whether it's, uh, you know, in this case, a, a, a violation of rules, or in this case, maybe potentially allegedly lying or misleading into the investigator. So every situation is different. And you got to matter, too. you got to consider, too, I don't think the NCAA holds teeth or holds water as well as it did back then. I mean, yeah. I, I think you're seeing NCAA as an institution begin to crumble in terms of their authority. Um, and and I, I think maybe that's potentially one of the reasons why Jim felt defiant in this whole situation, that if, you know, the NCAA had no teeth, there's not much they can do over this. I mean, yes, they can suspend him, um, but beyond that, there's not much expected to happen. So if this is still kind of in the works, does he have to be careful what he says over the next couple of days and not anger anybody who might want to tack an extra game on or two and, you know, be less forgiving all of a sudden? Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing. You know, I'm really curious to see how his response is here on Thursday, how he answers questions, how, if he does answer questions about the investigation, because he's kind of danced around it so far this offseason. He's been asked occasionally about it. He doesn't say a ton. Um, so I'm really curious to see how if he's, you know, if, he, if he's accepting of the report, if he agrees with the report, maybe he's defiant and, and not so. So um, I, I'm really curious to see how he responds. I, it's, knowing Jim Harbaugh, he's going to have something to say. Um, he may not go in depth with it, but he's going to have some comments, and he, he'll have his he'll, let, he'll have his input out there. Aaron, last question, completely disconnected from this, and um, relatively unimportant. But most of us this morning on the show just met Biff Pogey for the first time, getting upset yesterday at AAC Media Day, uh, and he came from Michigan. Is there anything that you can add to the new legend of Biff for us? Yeah, Biff was, I will say this, he was well-respected in the, in the Michigan locker room. He was kind of Jim Harbaugh's right-hand man for a couple of years. He wasn't technically an on-field assistant, but he was always around the program. Uh, Jim leaned on him quite a bit for maybe personnel decisions, um, player decisions. Um, at one point, I think Jim, a couple of years ago, Jim had to leave during a, a game week for practice um, for death in the family, and Biff was actually named the, the head coach for a couple of days in practice. So he's well-respected. A lot of guys liked him. Uh, he, was, he was a successful high school coach in Maryland. Uh, I'm real curious to see how, how he does it there at Charlotte. Uh, he's got a lot of transfers there, a lot of good players, um, and he's going to have an opportunity to shine in kind of a low-level conference. Uh, my guess is every Big Ten coach will get at least more than three questions, right, this week? Uh, that's, that's, a good, that's a good assumption. Uh, Aaron, thanks for the help this morning. We appreciate it. Enjoy Indy. We'll talk to you again soon. Yep, thanks for having me. That's Aaron McMahon, MLive.com, on the Michigan beat there with this uh, four-game suspension in the offing for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and it is interesting, and, and Aaron made a good point there, going back to you know comparing this punishment to other punishments for different crimes or similar crimes, so to speak. Um, and... This is just a new day and age for the NCAA. They have less of a hammer now, and whatever power they have, they seem um, less inclined to use it as well. I mean, they went after Ohio State and Jim Tressel, and this, if it's just four games, and it's just, what, East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers, if that's all Harbaugh misses, it's really not that big of a deal. And, and maybe the one kind of blowback is that, once again, there's just something non-football, non-winning that Michigan has to deal with here and something avoidable. You know, the mistakes happen on the recruiting front or whatever, and that 
everybody's bending rules and finding gray areas. But when you get caught, you need to own up to things. And if Harbaugh is just being stubborn here, um, then that's probably frustrating for his bosses. But it seems like whatever's going to happen here is not going to change the dynamic of the Michigan season, which would have been a huge problem, obviously, uh, for the head coach. So thanks again to Aaron for jumping on with us. Uh, still to come this final hour, we've got Stunned to a News. We've got your epic fail analytics. Oh, by the way, today's poll question at CBS Sports Radio, dating all the way back to hour one of the show when Caserta said he had at least five or six people in this building that he wanted to fight. Uh, our question is, do you currently have a list of people in your office that you want to fight? Now, we don't want to promote any kind of violence here, um, but... You know, there's always office politics and office dynamics. And we've even named names on this show. And we've, this has been a gag or two in the past where, you know, who would win this fight? Who could win that fight? We've done this before. Uh, but somehow we landed back on it here this morning. So that's your poll question at CBS Sports Radio. Going back to Harbaugh and speaking of guys who may be on a list of people who should be fought with here. Uh, did I see Zach Gelb in a Michigan jersey eating a hamburger during his show yesterday? I think I saw that picture. Yes, you did. It was um, uh, it was him probably on a break eating, and Cap had to record it. So that wasn't him doing a pro Harbaugh bit? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's, that's 100% a Zach move. I mean, he tweeted, I devoured an eight-ounce burger in support of Jim Harbaugh. Oh, so there we go. There's oh, confirmation. So, so he's yeah. doing free Harbaugh. My bad. So, Gelb's okay with lying. Is that... Yeah, I mean, are you surprised? Or gimmicks, yes. Well, we know... I mean, who's not okay with gimmicks? Right. It's finding the right gimmicks. That is... That's the question. And I'll... And I guess in Gelb's offense, he, as far as I know, continues to swear off the hickey in the shower videos. Yeah, so do I. He's missing out. When we first, oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying he doesn't watch them, but when we first, when we played the first one on the show, and I'm sure my phone's going to buzz now because Zach is always listening, but he was listening that morning and he was quick to point out that the Hickey shower videos are not official parts of the Zach Gelb show. That they in no way reflect him or those are Hickey exclusives. So he's gonna, he's gonna play a disclaimer like in those like political yes. ads, being like, yep. "This is not paid or supported by right. Zach Gelb." Now I don't know if he still plays them on the air, if they reference them on the show, or he completely ignores them. But I know he wants no actual accountability for a shirtless hickey wet with those hot takes. I, I produced for him a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about it on the air. And his concern, one of them, is that Hickey not knowing his surroundings well enough will maybe have the camera flashed with a mirror behind the background, and then all of a sudden maybe you see a bear ass. Or Wait a second. Or you end up seeing something that you're not supposed to see, and that's one of his concerns. A Hick bear's ass. Hickey's going live from the shower with these things? No, it's not live. He, but, he records them. Yeah, but, but I he, hope but that he still watches them back then. Well, yeah, but, I mean, how many times do we see these videos in locker rooms where, like, you know, you think that all's well and good, and in the background... There's a random towel drop. Those are, yeah. those are some of the best television moments ever. The local sports cast that gets all the background goodies. Love that. <laughs> this is what Zach is. It happens at the NFL for some I reason. love that. This is what Zach is worried about. He doesn't want that being part of the, the Zach Gelb show image. What they should try to do is get someone else to do it. 
And we apologize. The language you might hear might be uh, unsuitable. <laughs> In the meanwhile, let's uh, go to the Broncos locker room. There's <laughs> a lot of swinging going on. The, the Vikings had a bad one. Well, wasn't the owner speaking and 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 the Viking at uh, the tight end uh, for a couple a few years ago? Uh, Not Kyle Rudolph. Oh no, before. Before Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, I, I think it was their one of their big players, Irv Smith. That's the only name in my head too. <laughs> well, they were, someone was caught in the locker room while the owner was speaking. Yeah, Dennis Green. I mean, the NFL play with fire every Sunday because these teams love putting up their oh yeah post game coach conversations, the, the breakdown videos. Yeah, yeah. and I that's got to be a an intern right that watches that after mm-hmm. the fact and make sure that there's there's no peakage. Vashante Shanko. Oh, former Giant. Yeah. Wow. 2008. And it was it was impressive, if I remember correctly. I, it, it was it, not easy to miss. Right when the owner was speaking and giving out the game ball. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> Did he think that was the ball? <laughs> yes, there, was two, there was three being given out. You're a broadcast journalism <laughs> student at the University of Minnesota. You've rooted for the Vikings your entire life, and now you're interning with the team. And when your family and friends ask, like, oh, so what are you doing for them? It's like, oh, I just go through all the social media videos (laughs) to make sure that there's no penises being broadcast on our website. (laughs) I'm the buffer. (laughs) By the way, Vizante Shanko's agent commented on this incident. And he said that his client was embarrassed and hopes fans understand it wasn't intentional. I mean, there is that too, right? I mean, that that's unfortunate for him. Right, you bring bring a camera into the locker room. uh, Things are going to happen. You know, I was not prepared as a college student Oof. with a media pass to to all the New York teams. They prepared us for a lot of things. Technical issues, asking questions, not asking questions, who's the right person to ask for help. The the you know, let the let the writers ask their questions mm-hmm. first, then you step in or whatever. No one prepared us for the nudity. And I'm nineteen years old walking around, and there are guys who I grew up rooting for, yep. fuck naked. They're just jocks. Yeah, I mean, I would, I'd sign up for that. There were dudes who would walk from the locker room, from the shower to the club, to their locker, naked, with nature just slapping back and forth from thigh to thigh. It's like, dude, like, congrats, but put a towel on. And if I remember the old Met locker room at Shea Stadium, it, the door was kind of close to the shower. You went. I can. I can. But it was in a walking area. I. I remember this. Not. Not the nudity. Well, I mean, I do remember the nudity. But I can almost draw you that clubhouse because I couldn't believe I was in it. So every time I walked in, I'd be like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> you would walk in, and the manager's office was right away inside the door. And then you walked right through like a half a hallway, and then the room opened up to a big rectangle of lockers. And then in the back left-hand corner right. is where the showers were. But nowadays, most places have it set up where they you don't you shower separately, and then you it's come. A separate room. Yeah. yeah. But then you then you had to shower and walk back to your <laughs> cubby and get changed. And you know they're they don't they I think on purpose they don't put all of the good guys in one section. So it's like good guy, nobody, mediocre guy, good guy. So you'd be standing there like waiting to talk to Mike Piazza. And then, like, Vance Wilson will be behind you naked, poking you, trying to get you out of the way so we can get dressed. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Vance. Here's your here's your underoos. Like, it's a bad, <laughs> that's a tough sell when you're 19. That would, that would be something they put all the all the uh, the best players next to each other. <laughs> Imagine that, that. That would be hell for the reporters. 
Or no, oh, half the room yeah. is free to do whatever they want, and every <laughs> other person's in the corner just talking to talking to the, the, the prominent Mets. Everyone's too close to each other. That that would drive people insane. But Who, if the players would laugh at it. When you were in college covering the team, was that an Art Howe team or a Willie Randolph team when you were there? Um, it was, no, I'm old. It was Bobby Valentine. Valentine. It was Bobby V. Yeah, it was, wow. I was there 99 for that playoff run. I was there for the Subway Series. Yeah, wow. I, I was there for the Todd Pratt game. I was oh, so there. You had some good, really good yeah. moments with them. The game I missed that I still am mad that I missed uh, is the Ventura Grand Single mm. game. Because it was during the middle of midterms, and there were two of us who went. It was the middle of midterms. I had my only hard midterm the next day, and I felt like crap. And I was like, and I, I was just listen. Like I gotta, as much as I want to go to this game, I just I have to not flunk out of school. And I thought I was getting sick, so I didn't go, and I missed that game, in that moment. Who was the other beat reporter? Uh, a guy named Rich McLaughlin, who now runs, is back running WFUV, the music on the music oh, side. Oh, okay. Very successful music. Are they still called DJs? But now yeah. he's back in charge of the station. Yeah. Yeah, I had the Yankees beat in 09. By accident. I wasn't supposed to have it. So you were there the last time they won? Yeah. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, it's a really long time 14 ago. 14 long years. That was the fall semester of my senior year. Feel so bad for those Yankee fans. 14 years. Well, the good title. news is, Bogues, I will have an update about the Subway Series. That's how I'm going to close out my You're, final update. I love when you tease updates. Uh, yeah. We've got an update. We've got Stun to a News, and we have got today's edition of the newly named Pete Versus. All when we come back on CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio. Good morning. Enjoy your show immensely. I mean that sincerely, DA. I don't know what age bracket you're in your 50s, maybe early 50s. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, I got a couple of things real quick. Uh, vending machine explosion update. Just went back to the break room. There seems to be some thawing. There's now dripping 
Diet Coke from the exploded bottle. And there was a guy buying something out of the machine. Yeah, he bought a candy bar that had to fall through the slop of the exploded Diet Coke. If If you're just joining us, our vending machine, which I hate with a passion, is a hybrid machine where there's snacks and drinks all in the same compartment. So it's got to be a fridge temp to keep everything cold, the drinks. But that means you get stuff. And some things it works. I like a colder candy bar. I get that part of it. But I don't want a cold bag of chips. It got too cold this morning. And at least one Diet Coke bottle exploded. And there's just spray and foam and slush everywhere. And a guy went through the muck and bought something and came out and just Peel the wrapper off and ate it. I mean, is he a hard hat guy? I I don't know. There's other machines with the same That's stuff true. in it. Like I that to me that machine to me is off limits. I was gonna say it's like, well, you know what? If he really needs that, you know, that that, that Snickers bar, or whatever that's in that cold <laughs> machine to get to work and get it done, and he's saying, you know what? I don't care if it's sticky and gross and nasty because there's a bunch of old Diet Coke residue all over the wrapper. He's gonna get it done. Make sure he gets his job done. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be uh, shaming them. I uh, maybe. I mean, I'm just. I guess I'm glad it worked for him because that machine doesn't work normally. <laughs> now it's got exploding diet coke in it, so there's no guarantee you're going to get anything when you put your money in. And he got it, and I guess it didn't. It was in no way affected negatively by the explosion. So I guess he does win in the end. It's just <laughs> a gamble I would not have taken. Oh well, I, I'm waiting for more uh, to happen in that machine now that it's starting to drip. Yeah. To be honest, though, between our refrigerators and stuff, I think people are just unbothered by what gross stuff they may see in this building. Yeah, this is a tough place sometimes. It's amazing <laughs> we get our jobs done. Uh, Pete thinks we're about to play Pete versus, but we're not today, Pete, because I got a surprise for you. I wanted to send you Wonderful. off an interview hell <laughs> with some good news. Good Ooh. news. And I hope, I really want to be the person that's breaking this news to you. Maybe somebody in your life already did. Now, I was sent it via DM um, from the great Erica Peterson. She sent me this. This was breaking news, breaking entertainment news from over the weekend. Okay. The headline is, Hide Your Cats. Ryan Reynolds is bringing back Alf. Uh, you know, I, it's not the first time I've heard this. Everyone's favorite centuries-old wisecracking alien life form has chartered a flying saucer from the 80s to today thanks to Ryan Reynolds' Maximum Effort channel. All right. This is... This makes my day. The oddball NBC sitcom will return on Reynolds' Maximum Effort channel Saturday, July 29th. That's this Saturday. But, but where, where's that channel? Where can I get that channel? <laughs> it's a fair question. Will not consist of full-length episodes. Instead, the channel will air old ALF episodes alongside ALF-centric shorts highlighting brands like Mint Mobile and Hymns. <laughs> I should have read that paragraph. This is no longer the great news I thought it was going to be. Oh. 
come on. Stand by. The channel, Maximum Efforts, available through Fubo, Amazon Freebie, LG Channels, Plex, Sling, Tubi, Vizio, Watch Free Plus, and Zumo Play. <laughs> what are those channels? All fair questions. <laughs> I've never heard of half those channels. <laughs> oh I've heard God. of, but it's funny, I've heard of half of the names. Like I've heard of... L, I mean, Amazon, but what's Amazon Freebie? It's like a fake, it's like a, a, a spoof on a, a brand name. Okay, and I know Sling, but what's Sling Freestream? <laughs> right, like like Sorny is, is up there. <laughs> no, it's not like I'm getting our, a, a Rolex watch. <laughs> That's not what this is. So you're getting some new ALF content. Now he might be selling you a cell phone. But by the time I find it, it's going to be over. <laughs> I, I, this almost Pete requires a party on your at your house on Saturday. Not this. Not this. I, I thought it'd be on like 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 Peacock or something like that. So did I actually turn this into Pete versus? Because you now you're against this show for being yeah, on a because, bad channel. Because if you're gonna do it, go do it right. Damn it! Totally ridiculous. Alf is a legend, and you're and you're disgracing it by putting it on football TV. Oh, I've never fire. watched Alf. You're missing out. I, I know what he looks like. I could pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> I, I mean, but I, I know, I know nothing here. about Alf. I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, oh, get it? I mean, Isn't it very alien? Muppety? Talking about why is he the only alien? <laughs> it's a character. He's a, he's a wonderful character that that eats cats. Yeah. What's wrong oh, what, with that? Oh, come on now. Now he's eating. Pets. Yeah, don't that, don't mess with my cats, dude. Well, that's that's what he does. Why does he eat cats? Because he has to stay nourished. Right. From another planet, Greg. It's, it's, exactly. It's, they eat different things there. And, and EJ asked, why is he the only alien? We currently have zero aliens, EJ. I don't know. So maybe I'm, look, I'm watching, Marvel, one makes I'm watching sense. Marvel Secret Invasion where there's thousands and millions of scrolls on Earth. So in my thought, if you're going to have one alien, you would think that he'd have a family. You'd think that he'd have other aliens say, hey, how's Earth? Maybe let me go check it out and see how it is. I'll seem to be doing well. This is a very friendly approach on aliens. We have a big capsule sitting on a beach somewhere. We have no idea what it is, and that could be a UFO or whatever. And, yep. and, and <laughs> meanwhile, Alf is here to tell everybody about the alien life form. Oh, so, yeah, you, so you're cool cats, with, by the way. You're cool with innocent cats getting slaughtered. That's cool. That's all right. No. Fine. You, you launch your... Uh, guys... This is not carrot cake. We're not attacking Pete for this. No, I, now I'm attacking Pete. But before I was with him, now I'm now I'm really irritated. <laughs> I can't tell. Is Pete angry or sorry? He's, oh, he's, he's laughing. He's okay. de he's defending I'm, a cat murderer, and he calls him a swell guy. He is a swell guy. Yeah, he's great. He, he is a swell me. guy. It was like, it was like oh, he's nice. You know, he helps people, and then he eats cats. That was the third thing. That was the third good thing he could say about Alf, that he eats our cats. Sorry, not buying it. Okay, find me the alter alternative programming. Uh, easy for me to say. Find me the alternative programming that you would like me to watch over Alf. I don't know. Something that doesn't involve the murder and the shameless execution of cats, you Stop monster. sitting there. <laughs> Listen, we've got plenty of cats. If you miss a couple because Alf eats them, no big deal. We're all going to be fine. Dude, the other questions EJ's had, EJ had were answered by the show. His spaceship doesn't have power. He has no way to connect back to... Right. I was going to call him Mary Mac. Mel Mac. <laughs> Mamaranek. <laughs> He's going to go watch a football game right after that. <laughs> uh, is it update time? It's update time. Uh, Here's Greg. As Cowboys perennial all-pro guard Zach Martin continues his holdout as he awaits a new contract, two of his peers got paid. Within the division, Giants star left tackle Andrew Thomas just signed a five-year 
$117.5 million contract extension. His agent told ESPN's Adam Schefter. John Thornton of Rock Nation Sports told Schefter that Thomas's deal includes $67 million fully guaranteed at signing. That is a new record for an offensive lineman. When they sign Zach Martin, will Jerry Jones sign it with a quill? <laughs> Just curious. What is the thing that holds the ink called? Is that a quill? No, the quill is the pen. Are oh, you saying the thing that... that you dunk the pen in? Well, it used to be like crushed blueberries, right? Was how they would get the ink, right? But like what? But it, it, that little vial, that has little jar, a, name, a little mini mini vase. It has a name. Is that what a tincture is? No, a tincture is. Pete's laughing already. <laughs> a tincture isn't a tincture an eyedropper? At I least know. Pete's looking at the computer, like laughing as he has an answer. He's no, not sharing with no, us. I'm not, no, no, he's watching the not, Twitch. You know, he's watching Al videos. Yeah. I'm, like, watch, well. I'm watching Twitch react oh, about I'm Al. Watching Al feeding cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll Google tincture. Yeah, I'm pretty sure tincture is the eyedropper um, that you can find in recreational dispensaries around the country. Mm. I've been told. My friend told me. Thomas was the number four overall pick in the 2020 draft. He's appeared in 45 games, including 44 starts over the last three seasons with the Giants. His contract, the latest long-term deal in what's been a busy offseason for the Giants. They also locked up Daniel Jones and defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence. In Houston, the Texans gave offensive tackle Titus Howard a three-year $56 million extension. That includes over $36 million guaranteed. What's up? There's, not, a, there's a Twitch comment on the ALF conversation. Yes, uh, uh, Jim on sports, one of the great listeners of the DA show, he, he says that cats are jerks. <laughs> That's his reaction to that. Well, he's to a Greg. jerk. What's his name? Jim on sports. I've never heard of him. I've heard of him. He's a loyal listener to the DA show, and he says cats are jerks. Uh, I'm not even, I, I was in a good mood. I'm not getting... <laughs> In a bad mood for the last 25 minutes. You're not going to do that to me right now. All right? Because I have reading. two hours of Rider without Rider, and then I got to do two fan updates. <laughs> do you think I want to do those fan updates? Yes. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Yankees and Mets again. Baseball in New York. Cares. I just want to tell you what Jim was saying. So back to you. Jim's a jerk. Titus Howard, first-round pick of the Texans in 2019, has started 54 games for Houston over the past four years. He was supposed to play this year on the fifth-year option of his rookie deal. Texans also, earlier this year, if you remember, gave three years $75 million to left tackle Laramie Tunsil, which made him the highest-paid O-lineman in the NFL. And they also signed right guard Shaq Mason to a three-year $36 million contract extension as they shore up their offensive line. Saquon Barkley's holdout's over after that one-year deal for $11 million. Josh Jacobs is next. Here's Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels, who's always quotable. I respect every player's right to try to do what's best for them. Um, that's why, you know, the league is what it is in terms of value and uh, contracts. And, you know, those things are, are personal. Um, we all have to go through them. I understand it. I've said it, you know, multiple times this spring. Cool. A former giant, Kadarius <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Had another knee surgery yesterday morning, according to Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. There's a chance for the first game, but we'll see. We'll just have to see how, how the recovery goes with him. But, I mean, he's, you know, he, he's bound to determine he's going to be there for the first game. We'll see how, how it goes. Remember that video that Tony came out with a couple weeks ago where he was in the dark and he had, like, he had the, the bling teeth on and that was really all you could see in the video and he was 
smack talking the Giants and Giants fans. Mm-hmm. Tony Pierno? Tony Pierno? Kadarius Tony. That's oh. the before and after of the Wheel of Fortune category. <laughs> Kadarius Tony Pierno. Way to go. You're doing you should good, tuber yourself for that one. That's of, awful. That's a good Wheel of Fortune puzzle. Yeah. These two before have nothing in common. Beat yourself over the head with a tuba <laughs> and go into your interviews. Oh, he's on a he's on a lengthy sabbatical. That tuba man. Yeah, thank God. Or it was overkill. Uh, so that was to repair a partially torn meniscus on Tony, who's entering his third NFL season, but has only played in 19 games since being taken by the Giants 20th overall in 2021. With the NFL now in double digits for players being suspended for gambling violations, Sean Payton, new Broncos head coach, said, quote, shame on us, and we're going to send them home for a year where they can't be around. The idea that you just go away, again, shame on us. He said that when he spoke to his new team for the first time, he said, you can't bet on NFL football ever, ever, ever. I don't give a bleep what it is. The other thing is, it's the same as the gun policy. That's how you have to explain these things in those terms. That's oh. that's crazy. You can't bet on nothing if you're at your facility, your hotel, your airplane. He, This is a quote from Peyton. So wherever you can't carry a gun, you can't place a bet. It's like talking to kindergartners. Peyton added... That there's also a level of hypocrisy, here's where I agree with him, as the NFL is partnering with casinos and sports books with open arms. Peyton said, quote, I know this, there's a handful of owners that are owning these problems. A player can't have a share of DraftKings or FanDuel. It's shameful, embarrassing. Thanks, Sean. And it wouldn't be an update without a baseball score. Meet the Mets. The 1-1 drilled in the air to deep center. Bader going back at the track, at the wall. He can't get it. It's gone. A home run. Pete Alonso hits it off the screen in front of the batter's eye. Right out at Monument Park in straightaway center field. That's my buddy Howie Rose on the WCVS Mets radio network. They're back. Driven by your Tri-Honda dealers. (laughs) (laughs) 9-3, the final from Yankee Stadium as Justin Verlander struck out six over six scoreless. Mets fans are driving through a wall right now. My guess is Pete Alonso was the Mike's amazing Mayo player of the (laughs) game for his two home runs and five (laughs) RBI yesterday. Mm -hmm. That also might have been your smash burger smash of the game. (laughs) The Wendy's electrifying drive of the game. Well, speaking of Wendy's, the Mets did score five or more runs last night. So I think you can get a free you something a from Wendy's today. Oh, you yay, get a free straw. pudding. <laughs> Any more sponsored reads we need to get in before we get out of here in 20 minutes? Nope. Okay. Time to get stunned. Stand by. <laughs> stunned is calling. EJ is screening the phone call. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Guys, we know how poorly the airline industry is doing coming out of COVID. But British Airways got it right. Passengers, including business class on board a British Airways flight, had a finger-licking experience after they were randomly served KFC. British Airways had a 12-hour flight from Turks and Caicos to London, but had some issues with the food, and all the food had to be thrown out. After the plane landed in Nassau in the Bahamas for a stopover, the crew arranged for alternative catering, bringing in several buckets of chicken from KFC. 
There were limited options at the airport. Our teams then sprung into action and made sure that our customers on board our flight had something to eat. A British Airways spokesman said, We apologize to customers that their full meal service was not available and that we had to wing it. Oh! Oh, there it is. So... Good job by them. That was nice yeah. of, the, of the crew to make sure that people were at least marginally fed. I mean, and that's... You could have been given much worse <laughs> from airport catering. Big time. That's not... I almost would want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like an upgrade to me. Yeah. Like, if they had gone to one of those stands that has, like, the pre-made sandwiches or wraps, I'd be like, eh. I'll just be hungry. Right. Yeah. But fast food court... Concession stand KFC. I, I think I would be okay with that. Did you say ten hour flight? Twelve hours. Really? From Turks and Caicos to London. I've been to Turks. You've been to Turks? I once. It was the one of the best vacations I've ever been on. And it didn't cross my mind going there, but it's actually a pretty popular European mm-hmm. vacation spot. But twelve hours seems long from there to London. Well, I guess they're factoring in the stop. The stop over, in Bahamas. All right. Which seems kind of unnecessary. It's like right there. Right. Um makes me think, and again, these are all questions we would ask in both iterations of the show. Mm. Which fast food would you be cool with for your flight? Yeah, so I think that's a good one because it's just chicken. Right. And it's safe and it's kind of universal. Other places that can have like a variety, you might not get the thing that you want. Like, you know, you've been to a, like a meeting and they have like a tray of sandwiches. Like, yeah. oh, that's, that's not what I would get from Subway or whatever. It's not the, your Wendy's order or whatnot. But at least this is just, all right, I'll have a drumstick. Like if you were having a, if they were passing out McDonald's burgers, nuggets, chicken sandwiches, would you go for it? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. We also got to keep in mind, too, uh, anything that can go right through you. There's you don't want that. that either. Yeah. No White Castle for me. I was no, going to say White Castle would scare me. No, no Cadoba. No Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, Taco Bell's off the table for sure. I'd probably say like a Chick-fil-A like a, or a burger place. Yeah, bland. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you couldn't You couldn't put like sauce on certain sauces you'd have to stay away from. That's right. Any sort of aioli. No sriracha. No, no. It's amazing that whenever I'm here... I'm always running to the bathroom, but like on an airplane, I can control it. Like your body on an airplane, for whatever reason, like knows how to shut down and just right. basically disable all the pipes. Well, because well, your body knows that the that the challenge of the airplane bathroom is another story. Yeah, that, that they, the body doesn't want to go through that. Yeah, and and listen, sometimes nature calls, and you have to do what you got to do. But it's funny how like in certain situations, the body is smart enough. Not you, sorry. The human body is smart enough to realize, like, hey, we're not doing this right now. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna nix this for the next several hours. Do we make you nervous here? No, it could just be all the anger I have inside of me I that do. causes my tummy to rumble right. when you walk in and see <laughs> all the folks you want to fight. That's right. <laughs> uh, thank you for the calls and the tweets and the DMs. Inkwell, inkwell is what I was going for before. If you dip a quill into a tincture. Is actually is also not. You were closer on tincture. It's not the dropper. It's what's in the dropper. Yeah. Tincture is a substance. Is a mixture. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. oh. that you might buy at one of those things. You referenced. one of those stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a happy bodega. Exactly. Your epic fail. Advanced analytics. When we come back on the DA show. 
Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Today's epic fail is our exploding vending machine. So here's the catastrophe that happened in the building. <laughs> and this connects back to a thing, to a trash of mine from a long time ago. Mm. I still refuse to accept these hybrid snack machines that sell both food and drinks. I'm not feeling it. Because therefore the machine has to be cold enough to keep the drinks cold, but I don't want cold Doritos. Bingo. Okay? I don't have to buy a bag of chips and then leave it on the desk to thaw for a little bit. It's really ridiculous. The biggest vending machine we have, we walk in there just now, Pete and I, in this last break, and I see on the what I thought was on the outside of the vending machine, like a big splash spray mark. It's just beautiful. What? And I, around here, somebody like an anger threw like a little coffee creamer pod at it and it exploded. I am broken, you dog! But then I realized that it's honestly on the inside of the machine and there appears to have been a temperature issue where that's now freezing things. The Iceman cometh. Because at least one 20 ounce bottle of Diet Coke has paid the ultimate price. If you're coming, the ice cold of space. And there's 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 basically Diet Coke slushy throughout this entire machine oh, now. I mean, how do you watch this? It's only gotten colder too because after the explosion, it seems like some of the spray has now frozen in place. There is there's like stalactites of <laughs> Diet Coke hanging off upper rungs of the vending machine. Stay like that for I don't know how long, and it's gonna stay cold. Stay cool, bad boy. So we're gonna have more things popping off in there. I hope it's like a terrible firework exhibit <laughs> inside the, the vending machine soon. It's like the firework uh, the, the firework uh, thing one time that where all the fireworks exploded at once. The question now is, how many of those are going to explode today? Right, right, because you figure that, I'm, at my picture here, there's one that's exploded, and there's five, six, seven, eight more Diet Cokes that you see all the, the foam and the bubbles. Yeah. How many of those will explode before the end of the show? And my answer is, I hope all of them. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Unfortunately, it seems like there have been no further explosions. So our dreams of overflowing machines with just cans firing throughout the whole thing has not come to fruition. Uh, today's poll question, do you have a list of coworkers you want to beat up? Thankfully, 53% of you said no, but that means almost 47% said yes. 85% of U.S. employees have some level of conflict at work. Statistics show that one-third of the workers involved in the conflict stated that it did lead to personal injury. Good times. Enjoy your workday on Wednesday. Uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks to EJ, to Pete, to Greg. Thanks to Cap. I'm bogish. We'll see you tomorrow. The Mothership Disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 